there is one little game that I do with myself to listen to my inner self. You just sit a chair, staring nothing. You just sit and ask yourself, what can I do today to feel good? And you will reach a solution if you truly be honest with you, you will reach something. Something will pop in your mind, will say, you should do this. But I gotta warn you, if you truly listen to yourself and that thing pops in your head, you will not like the solution. So one of the things that young people face after they graduate is that like, okay, should I go to play safe or should I take the risk? Should you just go to do your profession and um, what you study and then or go to climb the corporate ladder that might guarantee you to live a very good life after just 10 years of working? And or should I just take risks and do my own startup to be a, an entrepreneur that I might fail and have nothing left. Or like myself, after I graduated, I choose to travel around the world and go to volunteer and to have different kind of experience for two years. And here today, I have my friend Vincenzo Bono Corso and he would like to share with us his experience of transitioning from working in a corporate, in a company, and then he quit his job and go to do his own startup and do his own project. I, I really, really admire people who take the risk because that's what life is all about, right? Hello, good morning, Vincenzo. Good morning, Julian. Good morning, everybody. Yeah, how's going? Life. It's going good. It's going good, actually. Yeah. So now you are in Sicily, enjoying the sunshine. Yeah, I'm enjoying the sunshine. I'm I'm traveling. I'm I'm traveling. I'm in vacation. I work, and I do all of things together. So, so tell us about yourself and your journey. It sounds super interesting for me. And I think it would be a, a really an inspiration for a lot of young people out there who are listening. Hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully. Yeah, I'm 26 right now. I've been studying engineering in Milan. I'm from Sicily, actually. But I, I lived in Milan for seven years to study. And I studied engineering there. I graduate. And then I started working for, for my first company there. I was doing web development, like normal stuff, classic stuff, but I was working for a company. Uh, and I mean, that's fine. It's fine. It's a good life. You get your wage. You, you live without, uh, really, without being scared about your future and everything because you have your contract, you have your money that comes every every month in your in your bank account. But at the same time And you I, were living kind of a 
a, a good life, right? I mean, the, 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 the money is enough for you to... Of course, of course, yes. Yeah. It was enough, it was enough. It was a good job, but at the same time, you can see that when you are working for someone, you grow, but, uh, but you reach a point where you don't grow anymore because the company needs some specific skills. Once you get it, there is no reason to learn more if you yeah. work for a company. So this is what happened, happened actually. And uh, I, changed, I changed the job uh, after one year shy. So I changed it and I, and I worked there for, for one year as well. And I was like, okay, now I, I've learned everything from this company as well. What am I going to do? I was earning even more than the previous one, of course. So... <laughs> I, I, I like that, you know, because, you know, most of the people, they feel like, okay, I learned everything. I would just stay like this for 30 years, next 30 years. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's true. It's true. Actually, I want to share with you a little, little rule that I have in my life. Yes. Hopefully someone can, uh, can take it if they want. Uh, my little rule says that if you are working for a company for more than two years, for more than than two years and uh, and uh, you so if you are working for a company for more than two years you should really ask yourself why because you might find a good reason why maybe you are a doctor and you can't really change or maybe you are earning a lot or maybe you have kids but most of the time it's difficult to find a reason why you are working for that company so my, well, suggestion is, yeah, my suggestion is, if you're working for more than two years for a company, ask yourself why. And if you don't find a reason, find another company, find another adventure. The world is full of jobs, full of beautiful adventures, beautiful opportunities to learn from, to grow from. So there is no reason to stay in the, in the same company. Of course, you, you can take a little risk doing that because you might find yourself uncomfortable in another company. But at the same time, I believe that it's worth it. It's not a contract for life. You can always change. You can always, uh, you can always do whatever you want, actually. Yeah, it's just the idea of getting out of a comfort zone. I always feel like when one is getting too comfortable, then it's quite dangerous, actually. You become sleazy. And yeah, you, you, it kills your creativity and innovation. It's true, it's true. You put yourself in stressful situations sometimes. No, yeah, I, I mean, I, I put it all the time. I'm like, always put myself in like... <laughs> sometimes it's a bit too much. So, yeah, yeah. You, you grow a lot, actually. You grow a lot when you put yourself in stressful situations. Absolutely. And uh, yeah, I wanna I wanna tell you another little another li little rule. This is uh, called the paradox of the extra mile. And yeah. the paradox says that uh, if you wanna go to a grocery store that is less than one mile from your house, you might go by foot, right? <clears throat> but let's say the grocery store is more than two miles from your house. So you would take the car. Yeah. In the first situation, the first scenario, you will spend five to ten minutes walking. 
in the second scenario where you take the car, you spend only one minute because the car is way faster than you walking. So you would rather be in a worse scenario, worse, where the distance is more than in a better scenario to have a better outcome. Um, so sometimes it's better to be in a worse scenario to take action, take the car, change and do something that can bring you to the goal faster. And I believe that this can be, this can be applied to a lot of, a lot of places in uh, actually in, in our lives. Like if I'm good with a girlfriend or with a boyfriend, she's nice, but she's not perfect. Uh, probably there are a lot of better alternatives to that. <laughs> but at the same time, I don't feel like breaking up, you know, so why should I, what should I do? So I would <laughs> rather be in a worse situation, worst. So I, I, would, I would close that, that situation before. And uh, same stuff with a job. A lot of people, and since we are talking about jobs, this is, this is what I was trying to say, that a lot of people are not uncomfortable in their job. They feel like it's good, it's nice. Of course, they see that there's, there might be something better out there, but why go? Why mm. go away from that job? So they would rather be in a worse situation where, the, where his boss is, is, uh, is, is telling them bullshit and is an awful person so they can actually quit and go and change for a better one. Yeah, right. I think is you know this is the reason why a lot of people they are stuck in a relationship that they don't want to be just like okay, but I'm comfortable with it, you know. Like I have a friend like who is <laughs> he is kind of gay and but he has a girlfriend for many years. And he has and he's really comfortable with his girlfriend, like kind of like family. And then he said, like, yeah. okay, if I leave her, then I have to find another apartment that I don't live with people that I don't know if it would be better than my girlfriend. So maybe I'll just stay there. <laughs> Even though he's gay. Yeah, yeah, actually, this is a good example. <laughs> <laughs> Awful, yeah. So, how about like in from your own per personal experience? How did it apply to you? Um, I I had good jobs, as I told you. Uh, yeah. The the only thing that I was thinking is that am I really learning as much as I can? Am I really growing as much as fast as I can? Um, and the the answer was no. Actually, I knew that there were more opportunities for me out there so um, i took action actually i decided to, to quit my job two times actually um, and i and i started my own projects of course this, this wasn't a leap in the dark because most people would say that yeah you can quit your job and then after you do it you you don't have any money you don't have any you you don't have any it's scary it's scary oh, yeah. right i was building my own project while i was working 
So I was taking my extra time to build my own project. Once I figured out that my projects were good and could work, I decided to quit my job. So only after I was secure that I wasn't, wasn't doing a leap in the dark, you know. And uh, I think that is a good way, like anyone who wants to like uh, change their life, transform their life from doing a, uh, working in a company and go to do their entrepreneurship. It's good to start it while you still have the security net. While you're still in uh, your company and then you spend your free time to start like building that thing because it takes time to roll, right? It doesn't like just pop up. You, you need like a few months, a year to like really grow big, like to make like to make your startup. Yeah, that's true. That's true. And another thing that uh, a lot of people don't consider is that doing a startup, creating a project, is a really big green flag on your curriculum. This is super good to have it in your curriculum. So even if it doesn't go well. It's something worth to put in your curriculum. A lot of people co will consider you more than people that never created their own project, never had their own ideas and created something uh, by themselves. So even if it fails, it's a good thing. Yeah. And uh, so what, is the, what are the startups that you are doing now? Maybe you can share with us. Yeah, sure. So the... I'm working on a couple of startups. I'm going to talk to you of my main one that has been out there for one year now because the others are way smaller. I'm trying to market those right now so they are not, they're not really running that fast. So my, my main startup is called Tachyon. And I've done this startup with a couple of friends. And actually, what we are doing with Tachyon, bless you, <laughs> but you, what we are doing with Tachyon is we are, al are allowing people to resell their hotel stays. So we are creating a market, a secondary market for travel, actually. So let's say you want to go to London uh, in June and you take a weekend in a hotel there. Then the... The, a week prior to, to, to your stay, you cannot go anymore because you are sick or because you don't want to, to go anymore or because you have other plans, so you can't go. Right now, what happens is that you just lose your money. Of course, you can, you can argue, I can take a refundable rate, but if you take a refundable rate, it's way more expensive it's like 30 percent more expensive so sometimes it's not worth it so as i told you right now you would just lose your money and with tachyon we allow you to resell that hotel stay to other persons so you just can put for sale that that weekend in london and people might buy it actually this opens new possibilities, like speculation possibilities. If I yeah, if, it is, if there's an Olympics or a big conference going to happen, then I can just get a lot of hotel room in advance and then to resell it, right? Yeah, actually, yes, you, you can do it. You can do it. Of course, uh, I don't know what is the regulation in England, but in most places in Europe, um, 
reselling a huge amount of uh, rooms um, requires some certifications, some some authorizations. But if you resell one or two, is fine. You can do it. And yes, people might might want to do it. And we are creating this possibility for people. We are the first in Europe doing this. And mm. actually, in the world, actually, because there is only one little competitor in Argentina that is doing a similar stuff with flights. Mm -hmm. Amazing. This is the thing that, like, I think one of the most important thing in entrepreneurship is like you have to find a very niche thing. Like very, very unique. And a lot of time, actually, it comes from the personal experience. Like, for example, when I uh, go, go to find that spe uh, uh, specific service or product that I want, I can't find it even on Amazon anywhere. I say, okay, that's time for me to, to, to create it. And a lot of entrepreneurs, they are like this and then go back. Yeah, <laughs> yeah this is true. This is true. So how did you come up with this idea? Did you personally experience like, oh, I, I get a very expensive five-star hotel room, but like, oh, I can't go and then... Oh, yeah, yeah. And a lot of people did, actually. A lot of people experience this every year. And it's a, it's a huge amount of people that, that experience this kind of stuff. Unfortunately, I mean, fortunately for us, because we have a market to, to yeah. fix. <laughs> Amazing! Wow. So, what what are the other startups that you're doing? I want to. I will talk about them briefly. Uh, one one is a Web three platform for people that don't know. Web three means that is a um, startup in the. Uh, in the crypto space, so I'm using crypto to empower the startup, and it's just a fundraising, fundraising uh, website. So you can put your your idea there. If you have your own community that can fund your idea, you uh, you, you you can do a campaign, and people might contribute and pledge uh, money. To your campaign is like Kickstarter, but you can use crypto instead of dollars uh, because sometimes you might want to use cryptos instead. Mm -hmm. And uh, the other startup is uh, it's a, I, I talked about this startup to Julian yesterday and he, he liked it a lot. Yeah, <laughs> and the, this startup is um, is a platform like a social network where uh, you can collect memories and thoughts about dead people. So, for example, uh, if someone that you love uh, passed away, you can create a board where people can contribute with memories, photos, videos, text, stories, and they can remember with you those moments and nephews and kids that are not uh, grown enough to understand what happened to their grandpa, for example, might want to read those stories and see how his grandpa was remembered by all of these people. And uh, yeah, I believe this is, a, this is a nice thing 
this is a nice thing. Absolutely. Yeah, you know, like I am doing this. I'm playing. I'm a pianist myself, and I'm playing for funerals in London as well. Maybe I can help you to promote that. <laughs> good to good to co- contact with those、um, funeral service. Why not? Why not? Yes. Yes. Amazing. So I now I think we can go a little bit to the wellness parts. That, like you said, you were when you were after you were working in the corporates, and you feel very very stressed when you feel like your well being was diminished. And how was that? And how did you find your way out? I mean, like I understand that, especially among our generation, anxiety has been a main thing that. Most of us suffer. We want to do a lot. We want to、uh, work as much as we can, and then to compete. <laughs> However, we, in exchange, we sacrifice our body and well-being and mental health. Yeah. So, how, how was your journey about it? Yeah, I want to start saying that everyone suffers. Who's、mm. there? There, people suffer more. People suffer less. But everyone suffers. Just a continuous thing. So until we die, or maybe <laughs> after we die. <laughs> hopefully, hopefully stops. <laughs> But、uh, yeah. Anyway, anyway,、uh, this is something that everyone has, and suffering is part of being humans. Of course, you cannot always be happy. There are periods where you suffer. Periods where you be where you feel good. So. Your strategy needs to be trying to suffer less and trying to to be happy most of the time, to be to feel empowered and to feel great most of the time. Yeah, Amen. I want to talk to you about、uh, my my little path when I first went to Milan. I, I, first of all, I was living in a small town in Sicily. So when I first moved to Milan, I. I felt like was extremely big,、it、was super chaotic. A lot of people from a lot of places. Everyone was thinking differently, for from what I was used to. And I traveled to Milan alone, so I was living in a in my apartment with no one else. I was alone, and I didn't have any friends. <laughs> so it was actually it was great. It was great. It, I felt like、uh, I I did put myself in a really stressful situation where I didn't know what to do, and I figure out <coughs> what to do after. Everyone has this.、Uh, you feel empowering. Yeah, sure. Yeah, Everyone yeah. has this、uh, survivability. How do I say it? Survival. Survival ability. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so. Everyone has it, and so if you put yourself in a stressful situation, you will figure out how to exit that situation. You will not die. So, and you grow a lot, and you grow a lot. So I, I did put myself in this situation. I started making some friends. I've done a lot of activities、uh, in Milan to make friends, and、uh, I started studying there. But I always felt this. This anxious inside me, this need to do something. Actually,、uh, I want to tell you a little story. Once、mm. in Milan, I went to a pharmacy. 
telling them that I was I felt sick in my stomach because I I felt like vomiting. I didn't know that uh, if it was stress or, or anxiety or I was just sick. But the the girl that was serving me, she noticed that I wasn't from Milan, from my mm. accent, and she told me, "Oh, don't worry. Welcome to Milan." <laughs> <laughs> Because she knew, she knew that that specific city, that city full of uh, people that run every day, people that are super ambitious, everyone there is anxious. Everyone there is trying to be, to be rich, trying to create, trying to run through things. And everyone is anxious. And she knew very well. And so she told me. And uh, yeah, actually, I, I agree with that. If you if you are in a situation, if you put yourself in a situation where you are always grinding for something more, a new job, a new life, a new adventure, something more, 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 you will get anxious. You will get you will not you will not like it. And, uh, Your body doesn't like it. Yeah, yeah, actually, yes. Your body doesn't like it. So, I mean, I'm very ambitious myself. Not in terms of I, I don't want to be rich or something like that. I'm very ambitious. You don't want to be rich. <laughs> I mean, not in that sense. I'm ambitious in a way that I like my life and I want my life to be great. Full. And I want, I want it to be full. I want it to be safe. I wanna, I wanna, I wanna be good, okay? So I, at the same time, two emotions, uh, two emotions were born in myself. The the emotion of being ambitious to create, to grow more, to learn more, to earn more, and the emotion of I wanna. I don't want to feel anxious. I don't want to run through things. I don't want to uh, stress myself too much. So these two emotions born in myself at the same time. And uh, actually, I believe that combining these two emotions gives you purpose in life. Amen. If, you, if you manage to be ambitious in your life, if, if you manage to reach your goals, if you manage to um, to earn more and learn more, and at the same time you do it without stressing yourself, you do it happily, you do it in a uh, in a good pace. Okay, that's that's a good thing. If you manage to do it, that's a good thing. And and I believe that this is the most difficult thing you can do, actually. I think every goal of our like material goal or like yeah. Like I want to buy a house, I want to get this position, I want to reach these audience, blah, 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 blah. It has to, it has to be connected with something that is inner, inside. It has to be connected to something that is related to your spiritual goal. Or like connected to the inner state. Otherwise, it, 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 you will feel vanity, you will feel... You, you will lose yourself at some point very soon. You will feel it is empty. 
Exactly, exactly. So you should listen. And this is the, the thing where my where I want to head to. If you listen to your inner self, if you truly listen to your inner self, you will find the solution. You yeah, it guides you. It guides you to the place you want your inner self. Yeah, it's true. And there is one little game that I do with myself to listen to my inner self and hopefully can be helpful for some other people. You just sit on a chair, staring nothing. You just sit and ask yourself, what can I do today to feel good? And you will reach a solution if you truly be honest with you, you will reach something. Something will pop in your mind, will say you should do this. But I gotta warn you, if you truly listen to yourself and that thing pops in your head, you will not like the solution. You will not uh, like I mean it. for some people. <laughs> <laughs> Most of the time, what you need to do to feel great is a solution that you don't like. It's something that you wouldn't do. And this is exactly why you feel no, you don't feel good. This is exactly yeah. why don't because if you would do it, you would already did it. Right? So right. You, you wouldn't feel bad. So sometimes you gotta listen to yourself, truly listen to yourself and do what is needed to do. And the solution is always inside you always 100 percent. sometimes it's difficult to reach that solution but it's a little game and once you start uh, you will be greater and better and stronger in this game and you will be finding these little solutions faster and faster and better and i believe that this is the I mean, this is the way that I do, and this is how I don't, I don't go crazy. <laughs> yeah. So usually, what your inner self telling you that you don't like? <laughs> um, sometimes, uh, my inner self says to me, "You you need to travel. You need to go outside. You need to um, take a hotel, take a play, a flight, and just go." wherever you wherever the the randomly in a random place in the world you need to go and this is something so difficult for me to do Mm. like clicking the buy button on a flight is so difficult i can see that i struggle in clicking that button because yes i mean i don't know why i struggle i struggle but i do but when mm. I sit on the chair and I say to myself, why I'm not feeling great, this is the solution. And I don't like that solution, but I do it. And I click that buy button. And when I travel, I feel so empowered. I feel so good. And this is a, an example. Of course, everyone has his own, uh, his own way to feel great. And if you don't feel great, it's probably because you need to find what you are not doing that is not making you, making you feel great. Actually, I, I've been very good at this strategy in the past year, for example, 
And even if I, I struggle to click that button, in the last year, I've been visiting seven, uh, yes, seven places in Europe, and I've been mm. living there for one month each. Amazing! Where was it? Where did you go? So let, let's see if it was uh, seven. I, so it was Tenerife, that is in the Canarian oh, Islands. Oh, sweet, sweet. Yes. Then I've been in Portugal been in Sicily, Athens, mm. so in Greece, yeah. then I've been in Hungary, Budapest, then mm. Rome, and then Milan again. Mm -hmm. So yes, seven places, one month each after I left my job. Amazing. This is like a, a nomad. Yes, Wait. yes. Actually, I'm trying to be a nomad. Of oh. course, sometimes it's expensive, so... I try to to model. No, I'm sure your startup is going to bring you millions. No, I'm I'm not a millionaire. It will, it will bring you millions. Hopefully, hopefully. I mean, as I told you, I'm really ambitious in life. Not in a way that I want to be rich. I'm ambitious in a way that I want to. Uh, when I think about a solution to make me feel good, I want to yeah. do it without really thinking that I don't have enough money to do it, right? Yeah. I think so, this, is, this is better than having a specific number that you want to reach because this is from inside out. And because a lot of time, if you set a concrete goal, you know, and then you reach it. I mean, like if you set a concrete goal without it, uh, the, the inner essence to back it off, then when you reach the goal, now what? But if it is connected, then you know, okay, this is not my end goal. My end goal is to make myself feel good and to make myself feel freedom or whatever thing that you feel it nourish your inner self, right? Yeah, it's true, but I want to add a little thing here. And this is really, really banal. So I'm going to say it anyway, but most people know it. But yeah. a lot of people, even if they know probably... They, most people don't don't really uh, believe in it. You don't have to reach a goal to be happy. You need to enjoy the process to be happy. Oh, this, is something, this is something so banal and so difficult to understand yet. For example, how many times you see people doing university and they're saying, oh yes, when I finish university, so they feel stressed. And they say, no, when I finish university, I'm going to change city. When I finish university, I'm going to get a job that makes me feel good. When I finish university, I'm going to feel great. This is the wrong, the, mo the worst way to live your life. You don't, <laughs> have to, you don't have to wait a specific moment to feel great. You might die tomorrow or next yes. month. Yes, I mean, yes, this is a, a reason why you shouldn't do it. <laughs> but yeah, anyway, anyway, you shouldn't. You shouldn't wait a moment. Your life is not when something happens. Your life is now, right now. So you need to feel great now. If you don't feel great in university or anything, you just, you just change, do something else. I mean, I'm not saying you got to quit university. But there is no reason why you should feel so stressed. For example, I, was, I wasn't really um, feeling good in university. I felt like I need some other stimulus. 
So I did find a job while I was doing university. And I spent in university an extra year there because I couldn't study properly and do the work properly at the same time. But this is not a race. Life is not a race. You don't have to finish university today. You can finish it in one year if you feel great in, the, in that year. It's way better. So this is my, this is my example. And I, I see a lot of people saying, no, I'm going to feel great when I will change the city. I, wanna, I, I will feel great when I, uh, I, don't, when I buy that car. Yeah, I, wanna feel, I, I will feel great when I get to that point in my life. But it's not true. You need to feel great now. And then you can reach your goals and the goal is gonna be just the cherry on top of a beautiful path. Amen. Amen. And, and do you have some like morning routine or something that you do every day to make yourself feel good? Like for, I will share first. Like, first of all, like I have, a very long four hours morning routine. Like I, I have to do all this and I would function, you know, for example, I, I would like wake up and then I need to journal, like to write down what I'm thinking and what, what I want or how I'm feeling, the bad, the good. And, and then I take a shower, preferably cold shower, if I feel like. <laughs> then I meditate for 20 minutes, half an hour, and I do yoga, and I'll go for a little run for 20 minutes, and then come back, I will make myself a beautiful breakfast, and listen to some jazz music, and then I read a little bit, and learn some Italian, and okay, I can start my day. <laughs> and I feel like I'm purposeful, at least today in the first, Three, four hours, I'm doing the things that I really want to do, and I feel peace. Yeah, this is beautiful. This is beautiful, actually. I love your routine. Thank you. You should do it as well. <laughs> maybe, maybe I can try it. Yeah. No, uh, to be completely honest with you, I tried uh, a lot of routines in my life. I tried waking up early. I tried training or reading or uh, doing meditation in the morning, but... To be honest, I hardly stick to it. Mm -hmm. uh, so right now in this, in this period of my life, uh, of course, I might change my routine. I'm just doing whatever my body tells me to do. So if sometimes I wake up really early because my body tells me to wake up early, like six o'clock, seven o'clock. Sometimes I wake up late because my body tells me to wake up late. Sometimes my body tells me that I need to go for a run because there is sun outside. Some, sometimes I want to stick on my computer and try to find new ideas or new strategies to improve my startups. So it's, I just listen to what my body tells me for that specific day. That's beautiful. And I think this is the best. I think if anyone out there, you have this sensitivity and sensibility to really, really listen to yourself and find the answer, I think that's the best. Because like it's all our physical, mental condition is constantly ch changing, right? It's, every day is different. 
and it's, it's fluid. True. The things that we need every day is like fluid. Yes, it's true. But I can see that even a routine can be really helpful. So it all depends on what your needs are. It's very personal. Right. I mean, I'm, I'm so happy to talk to you today. And I think it would be really a great inspiration for a lot of young people out there who are looking for answer and some directions in life and to improve their life to become better. So do you have one, if there's one advice that you think is the most important, what would you suggest our audience? Okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell it, but I can see that something very personal, even yeah. that. I can see that it's something that I'm good at it. And I, I, I would say that you can try, but I, I'm not sure that it will help everyone, but I'm gonna say it anyway. In life, you gotta be really practical. So if you have an idea, if you have a strategy, if you have a need or something and you know what to do, you just do it. Don't complain, don't think about problems, don't procrastinate. I know that it's difficult, but sometimes you need to be practical. You need to set some steps to reach that goal and you just need to do it and you will feel a, a, a sense of accomplishment that is so beautiful and this can apply to everything to training to to reach some specific goal monetary goal or to reach some specific job or to do some everything you just need to do it practic practically speaking Without beautiful and this is it is it is it is yeah it's i think i myself is also like this i'm quite action oriented but sometimes i i i i, I crash to do my stuff without too much planning so it might not very good as well but yeah, and if you if you are scared to do some stuff just do it scared and you'll find a way on the way you will survive. Yeah. As long oh. as you don't die. <laughs> Even you die, you will come back. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> amazing. So maybe some of the audience would found your work really interesting. So how can they reach you or like to um, check out your ideas, the memorial and your startup of hotels, like uh, the trading? How, how can they check out information on it? Um... <clears throat> If they if they are interested in something, why don't they reach out to me in uh, Instagram? They can drop me a message and I will answer to everyone. I mean, I'm a, I'm not an influencer or nothing, so you just can follow me and we can we can have a chat together. And Amazing. maybe I, I'm a consultant myself, so maybe I can consult someone. <laughs> anyway, uh, my my Instagram is pollution of passion. Yeah, beautiful. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. So, thank you so much, Vincenzo.